Get ready. You're tuned in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, bringing you the hottest trending topics on social media. Stay connected. Instagram.com slash Lovely Tea 2002. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Green Tea Room. I'm glad you guys could join me this evening. And um, like Nathan said in the chat, make sure y'all hit that double type. Give me my gems. Give me my jewels, honey. Okay? <laughs> and I'm on time. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys are doing good today. I have a good show for you guys. Um, so today we had a really dope discussion this morning. One of my friends on Facebook, he sent me this link to this new ABC special. Um, it was like a news broadcast. And when I tell you people have been dragging ABC News, the comment section is dragging them. The dislikes are heavier than the likes. People are tired of the mainstream media and their BS. So what went down is that basically they decided to do a special, okay, on polyamory relationships. And they titled it Polyamory Increases in Popularity as Record Numbers Flock to Dating Apps. So I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Let me go ahead and hit play. So I went ahead and I, I shared it with the discourse. We were talking about it this morning. I'm going to play a snippet. Hopefully you guys can hear it. I'm bring my face close to the computer. There's a there's this old white lady out here, honey, named Rev. And Rev is polyamory. She thinks she's that girl. She says she's the baddest chick in Brooklyn. Okay? She's single and ready to spread herself thin, honey. So y'all go ahead and hear this real quick. I'm looking for Saturday night orgies and white picket fences. Like, <laughs> so right now I am currently in a polyamorous relationship. I have an amazing partner who I love so much. We've been together just over two years um, and it's polyamorous and he's married and has a family and has two children. After being cooped up, quarantining, many Americans are ready to get out and mingle. As we're coming out of the pandemic and we're wanting to connect back with people and meet new people, I'm definitely more open and curious about new relationships and new friend groups and all kinds of newness and seeing like what the world has to offer. I feel like dating apps do provide a way to find like-minded people because I can pretty quickly tell if you're going to be a kinky type of person that's going to be into what I'm into. Throughout the pandemic, the number of users on dating apps hit an all-time high. The top 20 dating apps had a cumulative average of 17 million daily users, 2 million more than a year before, with one option in particular seeing a wild surge. We had a threesome and I just never left. Excuse me. Did this conversation involve this? The app Field says between 2020 and 2021, it has seen a 670% increase in singles listing threesomes at the top of their wish list. According to a study done by Kenzie Institute researcher Dr. LaMiller, that's also the most common sexual fantasy amongst Americans, with some 95% of men and 87% of women having fantasized about sex with multiple partners. In our recent survey, we actually found that 52% of Americans, a majority, said they tried something new in the bedroom during the pandemic. And the people who tried new things are actually much happier than those who didn't. I think that's also part 
part of where this interest is coming from and threesomes and being a little bit kinkier. It's just a way of interjecting that novelty to try and get the spark back in the relationship and keep it going. All right. So that was just some of it. Y'all got to watch the video. It's a trip. So they're trying to make it like this new hip fun thing. Oh, everybody's doing it. Oh, the most popular thing on dating apps is threesomes and, you know, swapping and exchanging partners. But nobody talked about swapping condoms and bodily fluids. But that's a whole nother show, okay? Now, what I found very funny is as you watch this, there was this was not journalistic integrity at all. They didn't really dig into what polyamory was about. Um, as we watched the lady rev, there was like a sadness that overtook her. Cause I'm getting, I'm like, okay, I'm not getting polyamory teas from you, Rev. I'm getting side chick mistress teas. And then she goes on to say that, you know, her hope, right? Her hopes and goals is that she eventually gets a husband and has children. Mind you, the person that she's supposing this polyamory relationship with, he is married and he has children. But nobody interviews the wife. We don't get to meet the husband. <laughs> Y'all got me cracking up in the chat. I'm like, does the wife know about this polyamory situation? Bitch, are you just the mistress and the side chick? Because something ain't cleaning the buttermilk. Because the way she was talking, I want a husband. I want children. And I'm like, but I thought you wanted to be the biggest freak in Brooklyn. Like, it, it got to the point where I got uncomfortable listening to her because I'm like, she sounds like she wants to skin the wife and wear her skins. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like on some Silence of the Lamb type, type shit. Like, you're trying to skin the wife and be her. You want a husband and kids. You want what they have. And she even said in the interview that she's jealous of that. And I'm like, well, this doesn't sound like a healthy, happy <laughs> situationship. You feel me? So I just feel like they're trying to push this. And what really bothered me with this portrayal of everything, they're saying that this is happening in record numbers through dating apps. Well, if you guys remember the last Green Room show that we had, we talked about the fact that they're trying to start teaching kids about dating apps in, you know, different school districts, but particularly the, the Wisconsin school district. Um, they were teaching the third graders about Grindr and things like that. So I find it very interesting that they're trying to teach kids about dating apps and they're also making it look like this is the coolest, newest thing in town, being polyamory and being in multiple relationships and being a throuple. And the way they kind of shot this and edited this, it's more glamorized. It's not really educational. It's just more glamorized. You know, there's the music and the dancing and the clubbing and, oh my God, we're in this three-way relationship and none of us ever get jealous. And they're also incorporating TikTok as well. And we know that most kids are on TikTok. So I feel like this is not really so much to educate older people about another lifestyle. It's more or less to make it glamorous to the younger generation. So I wasn't feeling the propaganda that was all through this. And especially being that you could tell this old white lady was not happy. Okay. She literally said in there that she wants a husband and children. Well, good luck on that venture while you're busy fucking somebody else's husband. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, it just, to me, I just got side chick vibes. I didn't get polyamory from her. Okay. So this was a very interesting like news report. Like I said, people are dragging ABC. But one thing I'm noticing is that it seems like monogamy is no longer like, I'm not even going to say push. 
it just doesn't seem like it's the cool thing anymore. Like just to be in a monogamous relationship, be faithful, things like that. It's like, oh, that's old school. Everything is being pushed towards threesomes and, you know, just alternative things. And like I said, I have no issues with what consenting adults do. Never have. That is your business. But I do have an issue when I feel like they're trying to push things towards younger people. You know, when you have younger kids talking about they're in a throttle and you don't even know what it is to be in love with a solo person one-on-one, you know? So on top of that, then we also had the situation that happened today. And I had did a podcast about it earlier, the whole Dr. Dre situation with his wife, Nicole, and how now a lot of people are trying to use that as an excuse as to why marriage is a bad thing and men always get the right end of the deal in marriages because they have to pay so much alimony and things like that if the relationship sours. So I wanted to have this show to hear from you all, get y'all's thoughts and opinion on, you know, just all this stuff that's being said about relationships. Um, you know, just how do you guys feel about the whole ABC special that people are dragging them about? How do y'all feel about the whole Dr. Dre and Nicole situation? So yeah, let's go ahead and talk about it. I'm going to go ahead and take some calls. And the way to give me diamonds, I appreciate y'all. I'm up to 78. You just tap on my picture twice. So thank you in the chat for writing that because I wasn't sure myself. So let me go ahead here. Let's bring some people to the stage. Um, Let's see here. Let me bring on Livy T. Livy T, you're coming on the stage. Oh, hey. Can you guys hear me? Oh, there we go. Yes, we can hear you. Hey, how Hello. are you? Good. Thanks for having me on. Definitely. So this, this whole polyamorous thing is just, it just blows my mind because I I was in a relationship like that for about a year and mm-hmm. I, it really upsets me that people just don't understand that this is more than just sex. This is like... It's a relationship. It's emotional. And people don't understand that part. If if you can't love one person, how are you going to love more than one person? Like, I don't understand that. They're just, people are just out there to do this so they can sleep with more than one person. And And I think that's how how it's being pushed because the people I know who've been involved in like polyamory relationships, it's been really serious for them. It's like a, it's like a situation where, you know, they are in a real relationship, there's rules, there's regulations, you know what I mean? Right. They have their own boundaries. But the way I watched that article, it's like a free-for-all mm. hookup. Right. That's And that's not what a, it's polyamorous relationship, not a threesome, you know? There's more than that. And then people try to bring their kids into this. And um, you know what? My fiance is here, too. His uh, best friend literally sounds just like the girl from ABC. Oh, that's hey, hello, T. Hey, how are hey, you? How, I'm good. How about you? I am good, honey. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Let's talk about it. I'm here. Let me tell you about my best friend, girl. She she has two kids, right? And I knew her from high school, and she's always been like open about like love and sex and relationships, or whatever, which I never judged her on because you know she was young, so. But she recently hit me up and was like, um, she had a childhood friend that was, he got, he he's married and he got two other girlfriends that live in another state. But she was just so giddy about the fact of just having sex with him because he has multiple partners. And I was trying to tell her, I'm like, yo, like you having sex with, first of all, 
she wants him to get her pregnant. So I'm mm-hmm. like, why would you do that? First of all, you got two kids to think about that you can barely take care of. And I'm not trying to drag her. It's just like, she's not thinking straight. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm just like, you're not thinking about your kids, first of all. And you don't know if this man is crazy or, you know what I mean? If he gets you pregnant, he don't take care of the child. It's just like, she's just looking at it as sex. She's not looking at the emotional connection about it. Not to mention, mm-hmm. he hasn't had sex with his wife since they got married. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now you over here spilling too much tea. So the man got his wife. <laughs> He's not giving no peen to the wife. So the wife, he can't get no peen. But Girl, everybody else giving no peen to is the wife. up on that. This no pain at all, and this is like he the other two girlfriends that he have live in a whole nother state, but he's having sex with them. And I think when I talked to her last, he was talking about getting a divorce from his wife because his wife has a boyfriend. So it's just like don't none of them know what they want to do. So it's just like why are you even if you want to be single and fuck just just do that. Like I don't understand. Right, and that's what I don't understand. I'm not knocking nobody. If you want to be a whore and, and run the streets and spread it <laughs> wide and, and dip it low, that is your business, man or woman, right? But why mm-hmm. get into commitments? Why make a why make a vow before God and the church and your family to be married if you want to have a girlfriend in different states? Like that exactly. is not polyamory. That's just you being fast and trying to spread okay. it all o- all over the Americas. Mm-hmm. Honey, tell them. <laughs> <laughs> that is cra- and she really wants to end up pregnant by him why is that did she tell you is it because he's just cute or it's just something to do well she said this is what she told me she was like when they were childhood friends like when they were teenagers they had already had sex but she was like she i don't know i don't know she, like i said she's always been open about sex like she don't mm-hmm. care who it's with but I think it was just he's a he's a good looking guy, and she just needed some pain. So she was just like, if he gets me pregnant, he gets me pregnant. And I just looked at her like, are you serious? Are you dead ass right now? Like, right now, somebody in the chat they're saying this, uh, Sarah. She's saying, I hate how monogamy is so demonized. Like people have their preferences, but I've been seeing some monogamy shaming within the community especially in the LGBTQ community. And this is coming from someone who's bisexual. So do you feel like there's a sort of monogamy shaming? Because I remember I went through that on YouTube where people were telling me that I was sex negative. And I'm like, how am I sex negative? Because I believe in monogamy. Like, it, it's okay, you know, to be with one person at a time. You don't have to be with one person your whole life. But I don't think that you necessarily have to sleep with everybody either, right? right. So, so do you feel like so- there's like a there's like a shaming almost if you're not willing to like, be wild and crazy and just, you know, right. hook up randomly with people. That's the thing now. Everything's so over-sexualized and it's in to do it with everybody, everything, with nothing. Who cares about diseases? Like, nobody's thinking anymore. Mm-hmm. Just out there having babies, getting stuff, and they don't care. Yeah, like, it's really crazy. And I feel, and I'm not going to say it's just the younger generation, but I feel like it's more geared towards the younger, like, you know, 25 and under they're very Mm -hmm. much free like literally they'll go to a party hook with somebody that same day go to the party the next day hook up with somebody and And do it again yeah and it's like aren't y'all scared of soul ties like they're not and that's all they see that's all they see (laughs) in the news and on tv that's what they're perpetuating they see it on instagram everybody looks a certain way and they're super sexualized you gotta not have any clothes on and it's like that's that's not what you gotta do 
So but now you said so now you said you were in a poly relationship for a year. Mm-hmm. So what made you get into that relationship and then why I, did it end? I think it was because I had friends that I had known before that were in a poly relationship. And mm-hmm. I saw how they were. And I was kind of like my fiance's best friend. I was pretty open with my sexuality. So I was like, you know, I kind of want to try it. And I wanted different things in my marriage. It wasn't really going the way I wanted it to. So mm-hmm. I had talked about it with my husband. And we had talked about, uh, you know, being with one of, like somebody that I knew. It was another girl. And um, it it was okay for a while. But like I said, it's really hard to have that emotional bond with different people and I don't Mm. think I could handle that that was really it was like a lot for me I thought I could but I think it was more I was so used to the sexual part of it that Mm. I just like my heart wasn't in it like I I would get start to get jealous even though I thought I could do it in the beginning I was like cool we would all do stuff together Mm. but then like at a certain point I was like I I don't think I can do this like and I'm glad that you said that because mm-hmm. so many people glamorize it and they try to they ignore do. the human aspect. And that's one thing about human nature. Like the right. old saying goes, you know, uh, two's company, three's a crowd after a while, yeah. you is. know. And, and of course, it's exciting at first because I mean, I've had friends who were swingers and done all types of crazy shit in their marriage. No right. judging. So it's like at first it's fun because it's it's something because the sexual aspect, right? Because sex is fun. It feels right, good. Right. And especially if you go both ways, you know, you get your cake and eat it too, right? Exactly. And I'm so, both. So like, hey, you know, we all right. good. <laughs> so we get that. But then after a while, when that person is still there and they're living with you and every time you turn around, they're right there. And they're where are you there. about to go? Can I come with you? No, right. I want my space. Exactly. So that's where it starts to be bothersome for people. Right. And it was also the way that I saw him with her. It was mm. like, I started to be like, mm, he doesn't exactly do that with me. Like, what's going on? Like, do you like me Ooh. better? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, mm, I don't mm. know about this anymore. Like, now, remember what I said in my live different. stream? Do you remember that, that live stream I did about the BBC unicorn? Mm. Remember? It? Oh, I don't know yeah. if you caught that. Now, remember, what did I say, Chad? I see everybody in the chat. <laughs> now, what did I say? I said, everybody wants to be down for the freaky shit. Until mm-hmm. your significant other starts moaning in a way you ain't never heard a moan. Or like, until that up. man what? puts it on well, your girl in a before. way that you ain't put it on her and she's moaning and screaming. You're like, damn, my wife uh-huh. never did that for me. <laughs> right. Like, Talk about mm, it. I'm not feeling this anymore. And it was just, it was like stuff like that and just like little simple stuff, things that she did. I was like, I mean, I do that too, but why do you seem like you're more into when she does it? Like, mm. It's something about this. And then we just started drifting apart and we just start, stopped feeling each other and ended up he being with her and I went on my way. Oh, Lord. So he don't went with the polyamory that y'all bought into the relationship. He did. Why does that happen? So That's what happened to one of my friends. They bought yep. the girl into the relationship and now he's not married to the girl and she's out here mad and bitter and niggas ain't shit. Well, why did you bring her to the bedroom? I'm just saying. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Luckily, I found I found the one now, so I'm good. <laughs> you know, you, just, you, just, you did it, and you know not to do it again, right? Yeah, you learned and, I, and you know, it was an experience. It was something mm-hmm. that I wanted to try, and I know that you know it, it's not the best thing for me. I think that people okay. can do it. I think that if you, if you really put your mind to it, and you're really into somebody, and you can connect with them on that level, I think you can do it. 
but mm-hmm. it's not for everybody because the sex is fun. But when y'all are there all the time and you're trying to spend time with him and she wants to spend time with him and he don't want to spend time with none of y'all, like mm-hmm. it's not what it, it's not what you think it is. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you caught in and you shared your story and and yeah. you're just so honest about it. I really appreciate that. Yeah, because so many this times is strong to me. <laughs> like yeah, because so many up. times people act like there's no consequences. Like everybody's just you know fucking every day and having a good time. It's right. like every day is not sunshine and roses. Even in regular mm-hmm. monogamous relationships, every right. day is not perfect. So right. you talking about adding other people? That's just even more work. Exactly. If you can't handle one, how are you going to handle another? You better talk about it. Well, thank yeah. you so much for calling in. I really thank appreciate you, it. Thank you, guys. And you got a bunch of gems, too, honey. They hooked you hey, up. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> All right. We'll see you later, sis. All right. Thank you. I loved her and her friend calling in. That was awesome. <laughs> they was they were spilling all the tea. Okay, let me go ahead and... um. Let's see here. Let me bring on Damali Morgan. Damali, I'm going to go ahead and unmute your mic. Hello? Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Hi. Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. All right. It's my first uh, little green room. Um, But I'm uh, I'm 18, and I I feel like um, people don't, People think that like sex is just as simple as like eating a taco or something, or they see mm. like uh like a, the poly relationships, like the last caller just said, like it's just sex. But you you see you see people that's hooked on the person they had like five years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's so much deeper. And even even without the sex, I feel like it's very hard to be intimate with more than one person you know what i'm saying like be real mm-hmm. intimate it's it's hard to do that and also feel like it's being pushed to people younger and younger just like how you said in the last green room how like you know these apps and stuff people is just trying to awaken people's sexuality just younger and younger like you got i went to my homegirl party and it was this 13 year old there talking about she she's still with her ex like girl you 13 you know what i'm saying like mm. these relationships and sex is it's talked about younger and younger and it's 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 sad it's it's really sad and people's ideas of relationships is bad people think that cheating is normal people be in the shade room debating about cheating you know what i'm saying like like y'all like it's 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 crazy so for me i just be turned off to monogamous poly whoever because it's like y'all don't even know how to act right you know it's it's crazy the the toxicity within relationships poly or monogamous it's it's crazy and it's really sad so now let me ask you because you're young and somebody in the chat just said this they said y'all remember when kayla nicole now she's the young girl from youtube was in that poly relationship and got drugged um and so do you feel like it's being like glamorized to your generation because i do see a lot of young people who are more like involved in that type of lifestyle or just even the hooking up. And one thing I've also noticed is that y'all don't really talk or communicate because even with the dating apps, everything is just swipe right or left, right? And if somebody, yeah. it's just based off of physical. So he's cute, I'm a swipe right. He's ugly, I'm a swipe left. And then the next step is literally, do you want to hook up? There's no courting. Yeah. There's no, 
you know, coming to go take you out to a movie and dinner. There's none of that with y'all's generation that I've noticed. Like, it's not a lot of that anymore. It's just literally hanging out with your homeboys, hanging out with your homegirls, and then hooking up. And that's really it. There's no in-between for a lot of teenagers. Yeah, I definitely feel like, nah, you you got it right on the nose. It's definitely um, glamorized. Even... Even like when when Willow came out and she I kind I follow Willow so I think she definitely understands poly relationships a lot more but it's mm-hmm. definitely being pushed and you're right like that lack of communication and stuff like that like I be seeing these little tweets you know people saying you know they they just don't know how to communicate with each other they don't know how to talk their feelings out none of that it's just okay give me some booty and I'm gonna leave you know like it's mm-hmm. it's, it's no it's no talking, nothing else, no talking about anything. If you're ill, if you hurt my feelings, I'm a ghost you. I'm gonna block you on Instagram. It's it's none of that. So I definitely feel like it's um it's definitely being uh, glamorized and put out there for younger people to try and follow. And it's definitely like, oh, if you're not doing this, and going back to oh, you're you're closed minded. I just want to be free. Like, okay, girl, I guess, but. Yeah, and I think part of it, too, is that you guys live in a microwave generation where you yeah. guys are used to instant gratification. And and you guys, not saying everybody in y'all's generation, but, you know, for the most part, it's like y'all don't have to work as hard for certain things. So it's almost like when a guy's like, well, let me get some, and you say no, they don't even try to argue with you. Okay, well, let me just swipe to the next yeah. girl because she'll give me some. So I don't even have That's to argue with is. you because the next chick will do it. That's how it is. Dating, especially for me, it's pretty hard because I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to, not really out there like that. But it's people, I'm, I'm 18. It's people I know that got like 18 bodies, and it's just like, how does that? How do you? I, I feel like, how, how do you sleep at night? You know what I'm saying? Like having all those different energies, and you, you wonder why you just woke up mad today? Yeah, because you got somebody's mm. energy attached to you. Like I don't, I don't understand how people do that. Like it's, it's hard just even having different like sex partners like that's just hard because people like to say sex is just sex I don't feel nothing you don't feel nothing right now but you know what I'm saying it's it's going to hit a little different when you're when you're older maybe just later when when y'all both done climax and stuff it's going to mm-hmm. hit a little different you know so and I feel like that's the part that people don't understand even going to the, you know back with the drugs people want that feeling now they want wow. it now they don't care about I don't care about what's in this. I don't care about what's going to happen after. I want what I want right now. And if you're not going to give it to me, find somebody else who will. Right. Well, you are a very smart young lady. You know, you you just came through dropping some jewels, honey. (laughs) And I'm just always, I'm always like just really happy just to hear from young people who just have a good head on their shoulders and who know who they are at such a young age. So even if it feels like you're on the outside of your friend group or you're not doing all the quote unquote cool things that everybody's doing, I suggest you you keep on the road that you're going because you're doing the right thing. And there's nothing worse than, you know, putting yourself in situations when you're young and you look back when you're 30 and 40 and you're living life with a bunch of regrets or you can't even be in the same room with people because you didn't slept with half the room. That's embarrassing. Yes. I have friends like that. Whereas I can go into a room, hold my head up high because I didn't fuck none of y'all in high school. I don't care. <laughs> How y'all doing? What's up? You right. know? And so it's like you, you want to be that chick that people still respect and have love for, you know, five, 10, 15 years from now. So I think you're definitely on the right path. And I really appreciate you calling in today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
Definitely. And they're showing you love. You got a bunch of diamonds and they're all leaving you really cool comments in the chat as well. If you have iPhones. Thank y'all. Love y'all. <laughs> love the tea sippers. <laughs> all right. Love you too. And thank you for calling in. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. He was so smart. I just love hearing from really smart, articulate young people. That's just amazing to me that, you know, because those are not the type of young women that get a lot of shine, especially on social media. It's always the bad babies of the world, but that's a whole nother show, honey. So let me go ahead and bring on Charlie Alvarez. Hopefully I said it right. All right, you're on the stage. Oh, no, I, I don't want to speak. I'm sorry. I didn't know I clicked that, sorry. Okay, thank you, bye. Bye. Okay, let's go on to the next person. Um, let me go ahead and bring on Jackie, Jackie, you're coming on the stage. Hello. Okay. Don't be giving them people who ain't talking diamonds. <laughs> Y'all give jewels to folks who talk. <laughs> All I heard was music. All right, we're going to try this again. Let me go ahead and bring on uh, Chanel Rose. Chanel, you're coming on the stage. Hey, T. Hey, Chanel. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. So I just wanted to come on here and just talk about the situation about this whole monogamy because I'm 23 myself and I have a couple friends that are, you know, they kind of not necessarily bloomed late, but they're starting to get into their sexuality and whatnot and stuff like that. And I'm not really the type of person that'll like judge people on their situations but i'm very observant if that makes mm -hmm. sense and some of the decisions that my friends are making is not the best because from what i've been told i'm hearing a lot of things about you know stds pregnancies and <laughs> i don't really know what to tell my friends based on this situation because it hurts me. Like, you can kind of hear it in my voice. Like, it does hurt me because it's our generation and it's really sad. Like, and like, mm. you don't want to be that type of person to call people out because then you'll be the one that's seen as negative. You're, you're bitter, you're different, you're jealous and all this other stuff. And like, it's just really sad. Like, so, I mean, like, what is, I guess, like, what is bothering? Like, are they coming to you telling you like all their horror stories, the things that they're going through. Because yeah, you can't like, come to me for advice and, and dump all this low energy shit on me. And then when I give you advice, now you're like, oh, you're me and you're dead. Exactly. Because no. I went through that at one point with one of my friends because I currently mm -hmm. live by myself with my boyfriend. And like now she, like I said, she's starting to explore her sexuality with different partners and stuff like that. And come to find out she's pregnant now. And the steps that she's making is just not the best. And I don't want to be the one to give her the advice because I did previously with a different situation and she cut me off because of that. Mm. And it was like, it was one of the hardest moments because it's like going through a breakup. You know what I mean? Because right. you feel like that person is, they're so down when you're telling other people real stuff. But when it comes to them, they don't like you when you keep that same energy. And I don't want to have to go through that again. You know what I mean? Because... Well, this is what I would say. First of all, to me, that's a one-sided friendship. If I have to tiptoe around you, if I can't express myself to you in a respectful way, because I'm sure that's your friends, you're not cussing her out or being nasty. Yeah. But if I can't give my honest opinion, because if you're if we're claiming best friends, as a best friend, I want the best for you, just like you should want the best for me. 
So if I'm wrong mm-hmm. for wanting to uplift you and bring the best out of you, then maybe that's not who you should have a best as a best friend. Because if she could cut you off that easily when you're trying to give her good advice and she doesn't cherish it, some people you have to leave them where they're at, unfortunately. I don't think it's something you should beat yourself up over because, again, a real friend is going to want to hear the truth. Even if it hurts, I appreciate that you care enough about me to tell me the truth, no matter how much it hurts, rather than watching me, you know what I'm saying, get ready to leap off of a cliff and you're just sitting there sipping tea like it's entertainment. Exactly. And I have another friend, too, that's just like, you know, into not I wouldn't necessarily call it polygamy. Like, I guess she's just like casual sex and whatnot. But mm-hmm. like I said, there's no protection being involved. There's no communication. There's no there's no substance to these relationships. You know what I mean? Like, it's all about looks yeah. and feel. So it's just like our generation is really going through it hard. Like, I don't know if it's just because of social media or if it's because parents are not really talking to their children these days or like what is it yeah i think it's a bit of both but i think social media the music the shows a lot of that plays a big part in it like even with our generation yes we were probably like the first generation that was heavily exposed to like sex and music like yeah, you know um, we can go back to like dogs, you know um it ain't no fun if the homies don't have none and mm. how many young girls when we were like in junior high who thought that was normal to have guys pass you around. And if you don't have a strong enough base or a foundation or family to tell you, no, it's not about it not being fun if the homies don't have none. Your man should be happy to just have you as your, you know, as that one person not pass you around. Any exactly. man passing you around is not is not taking you seriously. So it's like we've always had that music, but it's also having that balance with family and community. And I feel like that's what's missing is a lot of our generation is not working with the younger people and letting them know, you know, it's like this whole divide between young and old. It's like if you're saying anything, that's the truth. Oh, you're just old fashioned. You know, you're old. We don't have to listen to you. No, and the then, so you the have truth. that. There's a difference yeah. between right and right and wrong is wrong. And that's the thing a lot of people don't understand, whether you're old or young. You know what I mean? And, like, you could even look at, not even just from a female standpoint, from a male standpoint. It's just, like, when those guys get older, after all these chicks that they done slept with, who's left for them to be with? Because everybody knows how they roll. So then they're going to walk around being bitter. That's why you see a lot of these older dudes chasing young girls because they don't know no better. Right. Because most older women their age have peaked their game and they're they're not. You can only run game on a on an 18 year old that you cannot run on somebody who's 30 something. Yeah. Because like I'm in Toronto, Canada, and you should see like you have guys 30 odd, 40 odd, big man, hard back and everything trying to talk to high school girls. My mm-hmm. dad will leave me and my dad will drive together and we'll see that. And he'll just shake his head and be like, that's so sad. So it's just yeah. like, the sexuality is ridiculous at this point. And it's like, we got to start talking to each other about it so we can rectify the situation. Cause like, it's only getting worse from here. No, I definitely agree. And there needs to be some type of open line of communication, you know, especially with a lot of these young girls, but you know, as far as your friends, I mean, yeah, be there for them, listen to what they have to say. But if it's to, to the point where it's draining your energy and it's where, you know, they turn on you and it's becoming disrespectful, 
I would say just cut it off. You know, sometimes you have to find a different group of friends that are more on your level and have your mentality because again, unfortunately, when you hang with certain people that can also kind of affect your reputation Mm -hmm. because then people might think that you're like that, even though you're not. Yeah. Trust me. It's, it's, it's hard. It's a double-edged sword because you still love people and you want to make sure you're doing the best for them. But sometimes you got to bite your bottom lip and, you know, keep mm-hmm. it moving, I guess. But yeah, Definitely. that's what I wanted to say. Okay, well, thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. No, thank you for having me, T. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Bye. There's a lot of really good comments in the chat. Somebody, let me read this. Michelle says, I'm a child of parents who were in, I guess you would call it a poly relationship. We'd all go camping together, go out to water parks sometimes, and have holidays together. My dad would stay with us every other night and with his other family every other night for years. Mm. Now, that's very interesting. Now, that sounds like a relationship that was actually healthy and working and that wasn't just about sex. You know, and that's kind of like, I wouldn't really call it polygamy because in polygamy, they all live together under one household. But that's very interesting. So let me go ahead and bring on some more. We have a lot of callers in queue. Um, Let's see here. Let me bring on Denise Collins. I think I said it right. All right, Denise. Hey, T. Hey, everybody. Ooh, I'm so happy I'm on here. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I had a little bit too many drinks. But um, I can speak on the whole polygamy, the, not polygamy, ooh, the polyamorous thing, because where I live at, it's a military city. And I mm. go on Tinder, I swipe right and all that other stuff, but I've made it known on my profile, like, I'm trying to really, like, settle and talk to people. Most of the people I see, it'd be them and their girlfriends, and I'd be seeing all different races, and they're like, yeah, we're in a polynamorous relationship. So I ask them questions like, okay, but do you actually know what it really is? Because to me, it just seems like y'all both just want to get your rocks off and that's it with no commitment. Mm-hmm. And that kind of rubs me the wrong way, because I'm like, I'm not for that, not going to happen. And then I noticed too with the younger generation, because I get like 18 to 25 trying to talk to me, and I tell them quick, like, my cutoff age, you have to start off at 22. I'll entertain you, but I'm not really looking for that, because what can you really do for me outside of sex? Like, we can't really discuss finances, or let's go to Pottery Barn and look at something. We can't do none of this stuff like that. Like, because I already know what your mindset is, but a lot of them, they'd be quick to be like, oh, well, Fuck you, then excuse me for cussing, but they like, oh, screw you, then because of the simple fact, you know, they just trying to get a nut, and I'm not for that. And I noticed, too, with the LBGTQ community, my community, I see more people than a little bit try to glamorize it. But then, to me, it's like the ones that are doing it are these porn stars who done had their backs blown out completely to oblivion. And they're with other porn stars, so I'm like, y'all only doing it to run a check. Mm-hmm. And then with them, they keep advertising, oh, raw sex is the best sex. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, you have to have substance. You up here trading all these different soul ties with all these different people. And then you get mad at it because of the simple fact you and this person traded souls, but you're not telling the other person y'all messed around and then y'all trading more souls. So you're just building bodies on bodies on bodies to where you pretty much have a graveyard and you just don't care. Right. Somebody even posted this in the Discord chat. Um, it's a really interesting picture. It's a picture of a peen and a uterus. And so they said, um, good sex can make you fall in love since our heart chakras 
are connected to our genitalia. This is why you shouldn't have frequent one night stands as meaningless as meaningless sex depletes the life force and creates damages in the heart chakra. Exactly. So, yeah, there's some really deep stuff, you know, that comes with it. And unfortunately, the you know, the day and age we live in, that's not what's really talked about. It's just about, like you said, getting your rocks off. You have people claiming to be polyamorous and it's just really a bunch of people who want to swing and cheat. You know, you're not really trying to take care of this person or build some type of home or some type of family structure. You're just trying to use them for sex in the guise of polyamory. That's the vibe I get. And that's what I get, too, because I go on Snapchat and there's this one thing to have, like, love is love. And I watch most of their episodes and I see polyamorous relationships, but it's actually like legit polyamorous. Like, both of the couples, they went and looked for one person. Person's living with them. The kids get acquainted with it. They're familiar with it. So I'm like, okay, that's a real one. And then I go on YouTube and look at all these other couples. I'm like, okay. So what I'm seeing from y'all, y'all actually took the time, both spouses, we went to find one person. We told this person what it is. They're with it. They moved in with us. It's all that. I'm like, okay, cool. I said, but then when I go on Twitter and I see all these other people trying to find, I'm like, you got to maneuver between what's actually real and what's just, oh, I'm just doing this because I just want likes or I just want attention. And I just don't like that because it just like, it rubs me the wrong way. Like, why are you perpetrating being something that you're not? Right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate talking to you. You welcome. Bye, IG. All right. (laughs) Have a good evening. You too. All right. Let me go ahead and bring on some more people here. Um, Let's see here. Let's see if there's any guys calling in. Um, Mikey, Mike Z. Howard. Mike Z. Howard, you're coming to the stage. What's up, Auntie? Hey, how are you? No room to complain. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Um, I wanted to come on here. I wanted to come on here and say what I had wrote in the di- in the Discord when you first had dropped the information. Like I had said that, what did I say? Like sex topics about polygamy and like things related to that are something that even grown folks have a hard enough time trying to grasp and understand. So let alone children. Like why are you explaining so much to children that shouldn't even be participating in like sexual activity that much anyways? Like mm-hmm. children aren't dumb by any means. But introducing things like having it be a requirement in like third grade to be like, okay, this is what a day nap is. And, you know, you can swipe left and get some ass and swipe left if you don't want that ass. Like, uh, uh, you know, it's a little too much. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely get that, especially with like the younger kids. So how do you feel like, what is your age? I'm 25. Okay, so you're 24. So do you feel like things like polyamory or being more promiscuous, do you feel like it's more geared toward y'all's generation? Like it's just more normalized. Like there's no consequences to it. Just hook up. You know, it's like this big hookup culture, like in the twenties with the 20 year olds. Yeah, I definitely do. And when you was talking to the girl about, um, the hook girl who came on and, you know, was talking about how our generation is like big on microwave gratification. I think that is part of it. But mm-hmm. I also think that, when people have seen like the bad or negative sides of being monogamous relationships, they think jumping to the extreme or jumping to the other side is the better option. Mm -hmm. I never thought about it like that. That's interesting. Yeah. I think sometimes growing up, if you grew up in 
you've seen people getting cheated on and feel hurt after that, or you watch your parents have a failed relationship and their problems, unhappy marriages, or especially women, like it's not good for women just to give themselves to every guy, but then even you see situations where women give themselves to one guy and be faithful and still end up bitter or with nothing or whatever. Like people look at it like, why would I sit up and go through all this hell with this person when I can have fun and just be free and do whatever with, you know, multiple people, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like we as people, we do that a lot with a lot of things. Like even like, you know, this is a different topic, but even like with Christianity, I think people see people in church being, you know, believing in God or believing so much in the word, but then, you know, not really practicing it practicing and like developing or being the good people that they're supposed to be so they're like fuck it i'm not about to listen to nothing in that book or you know Mm -hmm. things like that so i think that happens a lot in life too i feel like we're trying to figure out like like me in my head like i think there are things about monogamous relationship especially like the older you go back in history i feel like it was based off a need base like i felt like you know men got with women because they were like the finest women they can get the bad shit they can get and the girls got with dudes who had the most money or the most status or whatever but i feel like and you know those are factors in a relationship but i feel like you're supposed to like now i just feel like it's i don't want my relationship to be based off of solely that like i want it to be more than that so i feel like we're trying to figure out that as well so you want it based on substance not just looks and sex yeah looks sex or just even just the you know, oh, f- stability part. I don't know. I mm-hmm. feel like, I mean, I think that's more so on the women's side, but I feel like women got married to men or look for men who provide the most stability, but sometimes those niggas weren't better for you than somebody who was probably making your same tax bracket or, you know, like just things like that. So, okay. Well, I appreciate you calling in and, and, you know, bringing a different perspective. I did never looked at it like that. And sometimes people can look at all the tumultuous things that happen in monogamous relationships and that can push them to the other extreme. So that's really interesting. I appreciate that. Of course. Of course. Thank you for having me. Definitely. We'll talk to you later. Okay. See you. All right. So there's a lot of like just really good comments in the chat that I'm seeing. Um, let me see here. Let me bring on Nicholas Armstrong. Nicholas, you're going to come on stage. I'm trying to bring some fellas on here. Okay, Nicholas. Hello? Oh, that phone. Uh, can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. It's cool. That's static, honey. You're not got sensitive ears. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's my, uh, that's my speaker. Hey, Siri, stop music. It's a what? It's my um, HomePod. Hey, Siri, stop ring sounds. Oh, okay. You got to get somewhere quiet. It's like feedback and status. Can you hear me better? I'm sorry. I'm my headphones. This is better. Hello? Okay, that's way better. <laughs> yeah, it's my headphones. Um, hi, T. Okay, I'm no worries. so glad to be here. This is my first one. Um, Good. I'm glad to have you. I wanted to um throw my uh, conspiracy theory in a ring and circle back to the... um name of the topic and i feel as though within 10 years that polyamorous would be just as common as being gay when it Mm -hmm. was first um talked about during like the 1960s and i feel as though it will be pushed more through the media 
where like TV show would start having like polyamorous couple, mm. and they'll start with that way, and then it'll go towards the music where you know they'll probably like use rappers to like push it more because, like you said, um, rappers are. I'm sorry, my my wife was my voice is shaking. This is my first time uh, being here. Oh no, uh, no, you're okay. You're doing good. I think they will be pushed through the music next with the rappers because, as you said, like so many times, um, the celebrities are raising the younger generations, and the younger generations are not going to listen to their parents because they don't um, have that connection. They don't really like understand their parents. They really don't like believe a lot of things they said. And I think within the next 10 years after that, it'll start to be a more common practice. And I feel as though monogamy will be like the minority of what people want to be in a relationship with. Mm. Now that's interesting. And I can definitely see that um, being pushed in the music. I mean, you see it now with people pushing the whole girl on girl. Right, most yeah. people pushing it, they're technically not even gay or bi, but they're yeah. always rapping about it. And then they'll be the first one. And when you, when then when you attach them to LGBT, I'm not gay, and I go to church, and well, your music says otherwise. You know, I thought, <laughs> I'm not gay anymore. I'm delivered. That's what I'm saying. I'm bisexual, but you know, forgive me for you know, you're the one on the videos kissing on girls, but you know, forgive me for thinking you're at least bi. But um, yeah, and, I mean, I that, can see that. I can see that. Well, because I remember. But I remember before you go, um, when I was in high school, I remember the first triple kiss. Who remembers this in the chat? Put a teacup if y'all remember this. MTV Spring Break, I believe it was like 1999 or maybe 2000. Mm. And that was the first time a triple kiss ever aired on television. It was some Spring Breakers. It was, uh, what was it? I think it was a guy and two girls. And they kissed on camera. And I remember that was like, that was before Viral. But I remember everybody was talking about that. Nobody, and then MTV, I think um, a lot of the people were writing in, they got in some trouble for that. And then really? the one girl, yeah, the one girl, she said when she went back, her mom refused to drink after her. Was like, I'm not drinking nothing from your glass. <laughs> wow, after, <laughs> after just one kiss? Yeah, they, they went back and interviewed them. It was like the kiss scene around the world, yes. This was before the whole Britney, Madonna. I think that's where, honestly, that's where Britney and Madonna and Christina Aguilar got it from. It was on. It was a spring break type thing on MTV. It was the first triple kiss. I see some teacups. There's some people from the '90s and 2000s who remember. Mm-hmm. I also yeah. um, I also think that um, with the polyamorous movement uh, coming like within the next ten years, like you know, uh, people will have like you know go to their parents and say, "Hey, um, I'm in a polyamorous relationship." I think it will be a lot of backlash and pushback from traditional families who only like not push monogamous but like have never um heard of such practices yeah yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what the next few years brings us but thank you so much for calling in nicholas i really appreciate it no problem thank you y'all have a good one all right you got some gems too honey they hooked you up noma lasane i think i said it right noma lasane your your mic is unmuted Hey, gorgeous. It's pronounced Neoma. Oh, Neoma. I like that. It's pretty. Neoma. Thank you. Nice to um, meet you. Oh, we've, we've talked before. I missed the Discord. Um, oh, I'll okay. get back in there eventually. <laughs> 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 but, uh, so I am 25. And this, I've noticed this 
so much so to the point where it has affected my age range on mm. how I date and how I pursue interactions based on what I want the interaction to bring. So, and it's also to the point where I don't even like people my age because mm-hmm. they always do this weird stuff. And it's like they want to be everywhere but with someone at the same time. And it's it's really odd to me because these people, they don't know how to communicate with each other with their words. They want to do everything physically. So if they're upset, they're hitting each other or they don't want to talk to each other. Well, somebody or, said in the somebody said something really interesting in the chat. Mm-hmm. Um, Fifi says, "I notice girls who have had a lot of meaningless relationships tend to have very bitter dispositions about men and relationships in general." Yeah, that that is that is something that I have seen as well, and it to me, and I get that a lot, and it's just like, well, it's not it's not necessarily men. It's you have to be aware of what you want and how to get it. Mm-hmm. But also it goes back to like, you know how you were saying that or one of the other people who were speaking, we do not, well, not me, but people do not know how to communicate properly. And like, we're all just anxious and we have all these kinds of anxiety or depressed. So we don't want to talk to each other or we're scared to talk to each other which is weird because you can't get what you want if you do not say anything so also I think a lot of people are trying to do the polyamorous thing because they're like trying to be conscious of their body counts but a lot of them feel like if they're in a relationship or they're swinging or it's open that that kind of cancels it out so it doesn't count Mm -hmm. and also a lot of people feel like Again, because we don't know how to communicate, a lot of people are not aware of their emotions. So they don't understand that sex is way deeper than the physical. Yeah, they don't they don't understand that. Um, And again, a lot of us like, you know, we're anxious or we have anxiety, depression, bipolar, whatever you want to call it or whatever you've been told you have. And they don't realize that some of these people trigger those same things. So that's why you don't need to be around them because they're setting off all these issues that you already have that you refuse to get help for. I can see that. That makes sense. Yeah. And also another thing that young people like to do is they like to trauma bond, which is odd. Oh, we both had the same weird experience. So we're going to bond over that. But again, you're not, you don't know how to communicate. So that's, it's, it's weird. And now I've seen where like, Now, I cannot do polyamorous. I can't swing. I can't do any of that because I am selfish Um, with my significant other. I can only love one person like that to that extent, one person at a time. I can't spread myself thin like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, because a lot of these people, some of them, they don't even understand the concept of loving themselves first. So the concept of loving one person or multiple people at a time doesn't even go through their mind. So it's, and again, this is, I'm 25 and this is what I see with young people. 
and they okay. they're wild they scare me <laughs> again i don't <laughs> so i'm 25 i date people at least five years older than me i don't blame you there's nothing wrong with that at all you know sometimes you know you have to date up if, especially if you're dealing with a generation of people who don't who don't see the value in being monogamous and that's what you see and put value into. Exactly. So you they're have to also, do what works for you. They're also not scared of STDs. Yeah, that's another like, they're not, they're not. They're not scared <laughs> at all. Like, I'm scared of the stuff that the doctors can get rid of. But Yeah, now are... we got super gonorrhea. That just came out today. Oh, there was another article about that. We posted in the Discord. So they've been having discussions about the super gonorrhea. And there's no cure for it as of yet. So. Exactly. And like I live in well, I live in Georgia, so I don't live Atlanta adjacent anymore. But Atlanta, Georgia, period, has really, really high STD rates and mm-hmm. the highest age range for these STDs. I start at the top of it and it goes down to like the 15 year olds. I think I think it's like 25 yeah. to 18 or 25 to 15, something like that. And so like. At this point, it's like, oh, yeah, everybody has had chlamydia or gonorrhea. Yeah, and the doctors can get rid of that. But y'all ain't scared of herpes. Y'all ain't scared of AIDS. Y'all ain't scared of HIV. Yeah, it's a lot going on out here. But thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Thank you for this platform. And I really I really enjoyed watching you grow over the years. Because I've been watching you since I was like 17, I think. So oh, seeing all the doors that have opened to you and watching your platform grow, even though it's not on Raggedy YouTube, has been really <laughs> exciting for me. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you. All have right, a good have rest a good of your night. night. You too. Bye. Bye. She made some really good points. I definitely love what she had to say about trauma bonding. That was really deep. Um, let me go ahead and bring on. Oh, we have a lot of people on the list here. Uh, Brandon James. Let me go ahead and bring on Brandon James. You're on the stage. Hello, can you hear me? Hi, we can Hi. hear you. How are you? You gotta mute me in the background. Okay, my bad. That's okay. I just want to kind of just talk on how um, I think a lot of it is social media on both sides. So I'm not probably just to put my stats out there. I've been with my wife 15 years. We've been married 10 years. Uh, we're monogamous at the at the moment, but I just think on both sides that people are being shown the fact that uh, Holly is being popular now. But it, to me, it's, it's always been that way. Like I looked in the Bible, I was talking to my dad about it. Like everybody in the Bible was poly. Like every man had multiple wives. Uh, not to put my family out there like that, but they. My grandmama got like two or three baby daddies. Even though she was married, my great grandmama. Uh, we found out she had a kid that we didn't know about when she passed away. So. I oh, think wow. that this, yeah, like, but I'm not saying like they're hoes, even though no, I think I mean, traditionally, traditionally, I guess we would consider them that way. But I think women have been sharing men forever and men have been sharing women forever. So I just think if in certain situations, if a person comes together and they say, hey, we want to open things up and then show the world that we can love multiple people, I think that should be OK. But I do agree with you on the fact that I, I feel like they're targeting uh, the youth and they'd be more, I guess, uh, like a theory wise is that they, they're targeting black men a lot because uh, even when the, the last episode my wife was telling me about was the, with the grinder incident, 
I think they're trying to destroy our families to a certain level. And if you're able to put a man in that situation where we're not procreating, then that, that eliminates a, another strong black family and then kind of go from there. So I know I'm kind of pontificating, but just to say that I think social media has just kind of made it to where I think both sides are misconstrued and, and it's a little bit harder, harder for, for them to go for us to move forward based on however people, however people choose. No, I definitely agree with that. And I think, you know, social media does play a part in it. But I just think, too, it's just something that's just being shown, like, everywhere, like in movies and, you know, in the music. And like the other girl was saying, is if you're seeing so much trauma when it comes to marriages and monogamous relationships. I mean, think about, let me just use Tyler Perry, for example. Like, all his movies are very dramatic. Marriage, you know, can be a bad thing. Women are abused and cheated on and stuff like that, that, you know, that does take a toll on young people when they're growing up watching things like that. Like, why would I want to get married when most of the women in movies that are married seem to get, you know, beat up and abused and cheated on? Yeah, I guess I, I guess I can see both sides of that. I, I don't, I think I'm, I'm 35. So I feel like that we, we had issues like that too, but I also feel like that we were able to overcome that. I mean, like mm-hmm. we, I think we like a lot of excuses for the young generation. These niggas should get up and work. They should get up and, and everybody got drama. Everybody got issues. I think that we make excuses for them not being, being able to handle it. Like it's, you're grown. Like if you, if you over 18, you got to start dealing with what happened in the past and moving forward, even though they might have a little bit more influence than we did, but we still dealt with stuff too, especially being being black, like we, it was shows and stuff about how black dynamics and mixed couples weren't weren't accepted, and now every everybody mixed. You, you can't find a, a pure black person no more. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like, so I just think that we give a lot of excuses for these young kids. I be telling my nephews, like, hey, y'all got to step up. I mean, I know you got a lot going on, but once you turn 18, 20, 21, what you were done to in the past is not going to be there. And once the generation before us, like our parents and grandparents pass away, they have no protection. They got, they got to fend for themselves. So that's right. kind of how I, you know what I'm saying. I feel on that. I, I see what you're saying, but at some point we got to stop making excuses for them. Yeah. And I get what you're saying too. That makes sense. Like you said, a lot of us, we saw a lot of crazy stuff growing up, but you still got to understand you still have to do the right thing. You know, we can't lean on, well, the influences of this and that is what's affecting me to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, so no, I definitely get your point. We do sometimes coddle <laughs> to the younger generation. It's like when you get out in the real world, your boss don't want to hear that shit about you being depressed and sad. You got to mm. clock in at eight and get to work. Clock in at eight, get to work. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the truth. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Brandon. I appreciate you. All right, no problem. I appreciate you having me. All right. Have a good night. Okay, so let me go ahead. We're going to go into, oh, damn, it's ready. I was like, we're going to go till 9. It's 9.17. Dang, it's going by quick. We'll go till about 9.30-ish. All right, let's see here. Let me have a lot of people in queue. Trying to pick random names that I haven't talked to before. Let me go ahead and bring on Kendra Call. Kendra Call, you're on the stage. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yep. Okay, great. I feel like I'm having a fan out moment. I have been watching you for so many years. Um, oh, that's awesome. Thank you. 
But anyway, not to take up a much a lot of your time, but I feel like monogamy definitely is a thing of the past. We look at these celebrities and we see them in relationships where they can't even have a monogamous relationship. Like we look at Chloe and we look at other instances where the people, they're not in a polyamorous relationship, but the cheating happens and it occurs. Mm-hmm. And I think in addition to that, we also see within our own personal relationships, like for myself, I was in a relationship for a decade and I couldn't be monogamous, but my partner was, you know, monogamous and committed to me. So we see that a lot you know, within our own interpersonal relationships. And I really do think that it's out of the window. And then we see a lot of examples on these television shows and these reality shows, sister wives and things like that. And it just goes to show that, you know, as a whole society, we have changed. We're just not the same anymore. But do you think that we've really changed or because remember back in the like the Bible days and stuff, people used to practice polygamy and even in certain like religions and cultures and stuff. Do you think part of it because they were even saying that in the chat <laughs> that they were cracking a joke saying that in a minute people might have to be in poly- polyamorous relationships just to be able to get a house. This way to afford the mortgage <laughs> and the bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's keep it real. Maybe that's yeah. why folks are shacking up because, you know, it's easy to split rent three ways than two. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the cost of housing is going up. I mean, people, they're selling their houses and moving in with their whole entire families in order to do so. So, yeah, absolutely. That can be a contributing factor as well. But I think that another thing that has to do with it is I think that we live in a different generation and we live in a different time where times have just changed so much. And a lot of your callers have said that there's a different social media influence now. There's a different pressure and there's something different now. And I think that times have just really, really changed. Yeah. Yeah. Times have changed, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see what the future holds. But was there anything else you want to add? Absolutely not. And I'm just glad that I got a chance to come (laughs) on. You go ahead and ask somebody else and you keep being great. I, I left a comment the other day on your Instagram. And you was like, uh, they flagged something on uh, YouTube or something like that. And I was like, I'm going to follow you to whatever platform you go to. And you see I'm here. So keep oh, doing I the great work. That comment. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you calling in. All right. Keep it easy. Take it easy. Bye. You too. Let me go ahead and bring on Kyle Misha Powell. I think I said it right. Hey, T, can you hear me? Hi, I can hear you. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Did I say hey, your y'all. name right? Uh, it's Kiyomishi. Kiyomishi. That's pretty. I like that. Y'all got Thank some interesting you. names. Okay, Kiyomishi. All right, sis. What you want to add? <laughs> I want to add, I want to go back to Miss Morgan uh, when she was talking about soul ties and sleeping with 18 people. I think a lot of times right now, um, we are in a spiritual battle. And I'm not a religious person like that. I think that we're in a spiritual battle sexually, mentally, and physically because a lot of people don't understand that being polyamorous also ties you to being with friends with benefits. And a lot, and, I, and I've had toxic relationships. I just got out of, it wasn't even a relationship, it was a friends with benefits. And I didn't feel anything for it, but he did. And he literally just was going crazy saying he was going to slash my tires mm-hmm. and you're not picking up the phone for me. What's going on? I'm like, whoa, you know, you made it clear that you didn't want a relationship and I understood right. the assignment. So, you know, it's like he started creating these bonds and ties and we didn't even sleep together. To be honest, it was just some sloppy toppy and that was it. 
Not the floppy toppy. I kid you not. It might have been. I don't know. It might. I see, sis. She got you ready to slash windows. (laughs) Had me scared parking different spots. But people, well, people don't understand that these soul ties are serious, whether you're in a friends with benefits or not. And a lot of people are like, well, I just want friends with benefits to scratch your itch. And I'm 26 going on 27. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you hit that 30, women get a little excited, a little crazy and we get more harmonial. So it's like we want to have that itch scratched and we get into these weird relationships or these weird situations. <laughs> oh I'm, I've been there. Done you're not lying. I, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. Sometimes you just want some pain and that's it. I don't yes. want all this shit that comes with a relationship. And then it's like to adults, you would think as you get older, adults would just understand that. So you go in with this. Okay, we're just friends. We're hooking up. We're having a good time. Going a few dates, and then somebody catches feelings. Like this was yeah. a part of the damn deal, bro. Like what the hell? Now you got to catch a restraining order. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole nother level, and people don't understand. And I think people need to really get back to religion. And I'm not a religious <laughs> person. I'm, I'm just saying, it ain't got to be Christianity. It just got to be something to keep focused and understand that there's morals and standards to certain things. Because if you go into these relationships not understanding what you want, you're going to get your tires slashed. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's like, are you going to have people popping up at your house and all this crazy stuff? Yeah, sex is a really... You don't know. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> sex, yeah, sex is a very powerful thing. You know, and that's that's what I've had to learn over the years, like... The whole friends with benefits thing, it's cool if people are, if, if two people really understand what that is, but somebody always catches fucking feelings. And it tends Absolutely. to be the man. Yes. It's keeping it real. It tends to and be the so man. And they're so arrogant. I kid you not. I don't want to catch y'all, but they're so arrogant. And I hate to say it like that, but literally, they're like, who catches feelings faster? Me or you? You. <laughs> you Ooh. and then they're sitting there like twiddling their thumbs angry where are you you know and it becomes this possessive behavior and you're like I gotta let this go and sometimes it does, does lead to abuse violence and stuff like that and I think people don't understand that religion and soul ties and sex are all mixed together a lot of people would do spells and stuff like that involving sex blood everything and, and it kills me because I have a lot of friends that will sit up here and have sex on that period. I'm like, girl, what, is, what kind oh, of God. bond are you trying to create? This new what kind of spills you trying to create? It's some mm. wild stuff. You know, like people say a period doesn't stop anything but a sentence. And I'm like, it stops a lot of things. So I right. think a lot of people around my age, and, and I would say that I want to date up, but they're wild too they're wild too mm-hmm. older men are wild and it's so crazy because it's like they don't understand that these bonds are being created especially with older men older men carry more baggage they carry more soul ties <laughs> they carry more craziness and i don't think the young girls understand that they care the 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 spiritual connection they have with their kids with their baby mamas their mamas everybody in it <laughs> I'm not, and, oh my and god! Because I never thought about it until I started dating older dudes, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" He would like pillow talk. They would pillow talk, and literally all of that negative energy or that energy that they had would be transferred to you, and you out here looking at his mama funny, you know? Mm-hmm. So it would just be 
I just think people need to take a step back before they go into friends with benefits or polyamorous type of relationships because you don't understand what you're creating. Yeah, and who you're creating it with because, you know, before the sexual act happens, everybody is, you know, serious and mature and, yeah, I can handle it. And, you know, this is it's ABC and we got the T's dotted and the I's crossed. <laughs> you know, you put it on somebody too good, all that contract goes out the damn window. It's like, no, you're yeah, mine. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I just wanted my back beat up. I didn't I didn't know. No, I don't want to beat you. I just want you to beat it up. <laughs> so the whole dynamic changes. A hundred percent. And I kid you not. And, and you can be a, as upfront as you want to be with them. And they literally just throw you for a loop. I literally told one guy, not telling on myself, I just want my back blown out. And he was so surprised and taken back. He was like, that's it. No money, no nothing. That's it. And he was like, I think I can marry you. And I literally just blocked him. <laughs> I was like, I got to block you. I got to block you. You talking crazy. So I think men are just not used to women being up front in this day and age, especially when we get older. We don't want, we ain't worried about no bills. Okay, we worry about bills. But we're not worried about bills. We just want to have this itch and go. And I think that is creating some soul ties for the men if they're not ready for it. Yeah, I think it happens on both ends. I just think that at the end of the day, adults, men and women, just need to be honest about what they want. If you want to be in a monogamous relationship, if you want a wife, if you want a husband, then that is the energy you have to put out there. You can't put out there, you know, whole energy. Like I want to screw this person and screw that person, but then you want, but you really want a husband because you're yeah. blocking the energy of that husband that might be looking for a wife, you know? So it's all about what you put out there. And you have to, you have to be honest with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you can't yeah. go into a situation sending mixed mix signals. If what mm -hmm. you don't want is just a hookup, that's okay. Then tell that person, no, I don't want to, you know, get sexually involved with somebody and it's just a hookup. I'm looking for something more. And I think sometimes people are not honest with themselves and they say that they can handle something. But like the first caller said, she thought she could handle it, but then she heard her husband, you know, screaming at his dentist, mm -hmm. curling a certain way when he was hitting the, the, the third, you know, the third wheel. Like, hold up, now you're yeah, throwing up game signs. No. I want to say one last thing. I think a lot of people um, get into these sexually relationships and they're not satisfied. They not having orgasms they're not you know being sexually satisfied so they go on to the next person the next person to see if they can you know get that fixed anywhere else and, it, and it's sort of like being a crackhead without being doing drugs but it's like you don't get an orgasm they don't somebody got the the hand sign emoji yeah. in the oh, comments yeah, they put up, and they they throw them gang signs of the day <laughs> <laughs> but that's all i wanted to say Okay, sis. Well, thank you so much for calling in. You made some really good points. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. Oh, my gosh. She's too funny. But, yeah, you know, we people just have to be very honest about what they're looking for. I think sex is a very important part of a relationship. And anybody who says, oh, sex is not a big deal, who cares about sex? That's because they never had no good sex. So I hate when people try to act like sex is not a big deal. It sure damn is. Uh, let me go ahead and bring on Sicklin Ray. I said it right. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. 
Oh my gosh, hi. This is like my first thing, so you know. Hi. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> like, you know, I actually wanted to talk about this topic because, like, I noticed how everybody was, like, you know, pushing this idea when I feel like it's only beneficial towards men. Because, like, you will always see on media and, you know, people just talking about it. It's always just two girls and one boy, and sometimes mm. three girls. But not one time do you see one girl and two boys. And well, I see, feel that's like, a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Why is it that we only see, like you said, the, the, you know, the man's fantasy, two women and one one man. But what happens when that wife is like, no, I want you and a man. Right. Okay, ready for that convo. Right. Because like, I'm just saying you, you, like I said, like, you know, let that wife want to do it with you and your homeboys, then so all of a sudden it's just off limits and now you don't even want to do it no more. <laughs> but like, you know, <laughs> that's the type of friend of the day. But I also want, you know, speak on from a standpoint, it's like actually like, you know, I didn't go through it per se, but I've been around people who like, you know, was interested in doing it because like, as you can know, I'm very much lip and I'm a homosexual and all that stuff. Like, you know, I'm usually like, you know, a lot of people in the gay community, they tend to like glorify that stuff, but only towards people who are like fit the beauty standard towards men. Because like, like somebody to be like me, who's like, you know, black, gay, head full of hair and, you know, still cute. But like, you know, no, not nobody wants to do it with you as if, you know, let it be like, you know, a hot white man like Chris Evans. <laughs> let it be him or somebody else. <laughs> let, it be, let it be him and somebody else. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I got this clear. Because, okay, we have the word in the chat cracking up. So you're saying yeah. that usually like in the black LGBT community, yes. they'll, they won't talk about threesomes with other black folks. It's mainly threesomes with like white men. Is that yeah, what you're it's, Yeah, it's oh. either with him or white men or people that, or dudes that remind gay dudes of straight dudes, like thugs, oh. people that are masculine, you know, people who are, you know, very much, they have that masculine energy. Okay, so like they won't be with like more gay men who act more feminine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've heard that. I've heard that. Ain't that what? That's like Jeffrey Star. Like he's always trying to dip towards straighter guys or guys who are on the spectrum. As as, you know, but he's like the most Mm -hmm. feminine guy. Like why is he not dating other femmes? But he'll discriminate against other feminine guys. Yeah, and James Charles, because same thing can be said about James Charles, because he literally faced backlash, like, remember from Dramageddon, he faced backlash because the dude that, you know, he would constantly flirt with, they are masculine presenting, or they're just, you know, they're straight, so, So that's really interesting. I didn't know that, that even with the threesomes, it's only particular people that they're willing to have threesomes with. Yeah, like, you know, let them not fit their standard, then they won't even bat an eye for, you know, <laughs> just another video for another day, but, you know. But that's all, <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. Like I said, you know, I've been watching you since that Taco Hell video and, like, watching you Aww. grow, watching you gain that a larger audience, seeing, you know, being shadow banned for just saying the truth. And it's just, you know, crazy. And I also love how the fact that, you know, you can say a lot of things that not a lot of people can disagree on, but you're willing to be open-minded and re- agree and disagree with other people's opinions while being respectful. Because you don't see Definitely. that in, in the media nowadays. You say something you don't like and all of a sudden, you're canceled. No one likes you. And then blah, blah, blah. <laughs> No, definitely. And thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate you.
You're welcome. I enjoy doing this, and I also look forward to doing this more often because, you know, I'm not into Discord per se. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I know it's open and all, but, like, you know, just speaking from, like, outside of the box, it's, like, with my own point of view, especially towards a right a range, a right amount of audience. It's just, I'm a little nervous, but, you know, I feel good. <laughs> no, you did a good job. And, yeah, Thank that's you. why I have the green room. So all of my tea sippers can call in and share their opinion. So it's really good to hear from you. Thank you. All right. Good night. You too. Love you, T. Love you guys. (laughs) He was so sweet. I love him. (laughs) Let me crack it up. Okay. Let me go ahead. Oh my gosh. It's 935. Do y'all want me to leave now? Do we want to take a few more calls? I have nothing else to do right now. (laughs) So if y'all want to stay, I'm down to stay. I'm definitely loving this conversation. People are asking for a part two. We can definitely do a part two. Okay, I'm gonna take a few more calls. Okay, perfect. So let's go ahead. Let me see here. Who we gonna bring out? Who we gonna bring on? Polite Pimp. Oh, I like that name. All right, come on down, Polite Pimp. Polite Pimp, are you there? Okay, maybe she's maybe just she's listening. Hello? Hey, can y'all hear me? Oh, there you go. Yep, we can hear you. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. One thing that I wanted to touch on, and I know it's been touched on previously, but I feel like with this new trend of poly relationships, people are doing a really bad job of highlighting some of the negatives that can come from it. Um, for example, like look at, uh, like Robin Thicke and Paula Patton's divorce. Mm-hmm. They, they invited a chick into their bedroom. The chick was doing all type, types of stuff, making Robin make sounds he ain't never made before. Mm. Paula got jealous. That causes, caused a rift in their relationship and they ended up divorcing and it was a very, messy divorce and Robin ended up marrying the side chick and she's Oh, I didn't know that so he married. Yes, he married I didn't know that. Yes. Ooh. Matter of fact, but now were you here earlier? Were you here earlier when the other chick called in? Um the first chick about her relationship and how her husband, they invited the girl into the relationship and it just went haywire and her husband is with the other chick that they invited in, kind of like the Robin Thicke situation. Mm -hmm. So it happens to regular people as well. Yes, and when I tell you this woman stay pregnant, like she popping out babies back to back to back, three plus babies. Like Mm. I feel like Paula hasn't been the same since. Look at Paula, look at Robin. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I just feel like with this new trend of poly relationships, okay, if this is the new wave, if this is what y'all are going to push, we, or excuse me, people that are a part of this community and people commenting on it and doing videos on it, y'all need to do the de- due diligence of showing the good and the bad sides. Yeah, I definitely agree. You know, and that's what I've always been honest about when I would talk about you know, these three-way situation hobo tours. Like, you know, when you see celebrities just going on these hobo tours, mm-hmm. platform to platform, bragging about, you know, three-ways and, you know, we bust this girl down and, you know, we bring people mm-hmm. into our bedroom. And it's like, yes, it sounds good. It sounds glamorous. 
you know, because you guys are just using people and then discarding them. But what happens when the average person does this? It's not that easy. Like, you don't have the the funds to, like, Mm -hmm. you know, keep people away who end up creating soul ties with you and become obsessed with you because of these situations. I mean, it sounds good on paper, but it's really so much deeper than surface level. Mm -hmm. It really is. And and that's all I just want to say, like. Honestly, I don't think Paula has has had anything new or or popping. Like I can tell that this whole situation that happened, which is around like 2014, 2015, I really think that carried with her and damaged her in a bit because we don't see her out there anymore like we see Robin. Yeah, that's the truth. We don't see her like that at all. But yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. Okay, well, I really appreciate you for calling in. Thank you, T. I love you. You have a good night. Love you, too. You have a good night. Bye. Bye. So let me go ahead and bring on, let me see here, um, Joyful Bull. Joyful Bull, you're coming to the stage. Hello? Okay, maybe she's not ready. Let me go ahead and remove her. Um, let me go ahead and bring on Vincent Vano. Vincent, you're coming to the stage. Hello. Hey, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good, good, good. So I just wanted to come in and um, say I appreciate like all your videos you do. I'm a big fan. Like, I've been watching you ever since I was in high school and like all your videos are so informational and just well researched and everything. So I just appreciate that. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that comment. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so I just wanted to say, um, like hearing the conversation, like I was just talking to like some of my coworkers about like the like monogamous and like uh, the different relationships between like it really is a bias between like women and men. I feel like mm-hmm. with men. They can have multiple partners, but with women, it's like if she has like more than one partner, she automatically a hoe, automatically off rip. So I always and like the dudes, they be like, man, like what you mean? Are you a punk? Like that? Like, like why? Why you mean like like with you? You know, you can't have like multiple partners or whatever. And I'm like, dude, what's the difference? Like if she have multiple yeah. partners and, and I have multiple partners, what's the difference? So I just always find that funny. It's so many different biases and gray areas. That people never there is. About. And I mean, we can even take it there to the hypocrisy of men who have daughters. Like, yeah. I always find it very interesting when men have daughters. It's all this shotgun talk. Oh, I got to have a shotgun, you yep. know, for any guys that are coming after my daughter. Meanwhile, you've been fucking everybody else's daughters, Hyman. I'm confused. Why is your daughter's virginity super special? Why? Because it's your daughter? Well, what about that man's daughter that you disrespected, cheated on, mistreated and everything else? But for some reason, your daughter's vagina is gold. I don't I never get that. It, it is definitely a hypocrisy, you know, just like with with men. Like you said, they can kind of sleep around and a man can be with 50 women and he's a player. He's a pimp. But exactly. if a girl's with 50 men, she's a whore. But my thing is you slept with 50 females. So, how you know what I mean? Like, it's no yeah. different. You're still exchanging soul ties with people. You're still spreading yourself thin. And what a lot of men don't understand, too, is that the more you ejaculate, 
ejaculation is your life force. So yep. every time you ejaculate, you're cutting off some of your life force and you're depleting your life energy. That's why some of these men are literally, you know, falling over dead at 50. 50 is not that old. They're yes, falling over dead no. and having heart attacks. So they've been fucking like rabbits since they were 12. And nothing like, um, like, I remember you made a video about like the sex dolls. I've mm-hmm. seen that happen a lot. Like people are treating people just like sex dolls. And that's why you see this rise, like the AI, it's really pushing it because if polygamy is going to be a thing, then I can see in the future, that's why this big push for sex dolls. Because you can easily bust a nut with a sex doll and have that mm-hmm. relationship. And then just imagine how complicated that would be on top of like you're dealing with regular people. Like it just, it, it just be even more crazy. Yeah, it's definitely getting to the point where they're definitely pushing that agenda with the sex dolls and AIs and, and things like that. Like everything is just about sex and getting off. And even a lot of the men who, because I've watched some videos with some of the guys who are into sex dolls, so I'm trying to figure out like what is the pathology of why you'd want a sex doll as opposed to a real woman. And they're like, I don't have to be bothered with her. I don't have to listen to her mouth. I don't have to take her shopping. It's all this like bullshit. Like it's just about yep. not having human interaction. I can exactly. just be in my room, play my video games. I don't have to hear her, you know, nagging. I can bust off on the sex doll and I'm fine. <laughs> but it's like, that is like, who's going to take care of you when you get old, sir? Yeah, it's just kind of weird. It's like, yeah. You're when you're sick? Like, the sex doll can't cook? The dog can get up. When your back hurts? Come on, sir. You need us women. <laughs> and then, like, see, I respect women. And I feel like, like, women are, should be treated with respect. And I feel like, when that like when it's brought up within other men, you're seen as a punk if you if you say that. Oh, you you a bitch. You you trying to say you respect women. Oh, you you don't you don't you don't, you don't get enough. But then it's like, nah, bro. Like if if I say I respect women, I'm not about to treat treat my daughter or auntie like a like just like he's talking like just have a hole or something. Like you just can't do that. Yeah, it's like they'll call you a simp. But yeah, again, so saying, why does that? Yeah, y'all better give Mr. Vincent some gems. He can be up here with thirteen gems. Ladies, look him up. He's saying some good shit. <laughs> <Thank> you, I appreciate. <laughs> I lost one of fourteen gems. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, but, but you know, All them gym, they jumped. Though, up. No, yeah, they jumped up. There you go. They're hooking you up. You know, but the funny thing is, with with that, they'll say that you're a simp. Yeah. And they'll say it's wrong for you to have respect for somebody else's, you know, daughter or mother, right. or, you know, or sister. But then in the same breath, they want that same respect for their own daughter. And that's yeah. the part that doesn't make any sense or their own sister, or their own mother. You know, God forbid somebody, you know, does it. Your mama joke or disrespects their mom. They're ready to fight or disrespect their sister. They're ready, to, you know, to, to go fight, take a bullet, you know, shootouts, all types of stuff for the females in their family, yep. but then mm-hmm. they don't have the same energy for somebody else's female family member. And I think that's the part that as men, you know, that men need to hold other men accountable. Your yeah. mother is not above reproach. Your daughter is not above reproach. The same energy you give to somebody else's mother, daughter, or sister is the same energy those females in your family can and will receive. Exactly. And I, I, somebody in the, in the uh, comment, they made a really good point. They was talking about how polygamy has always been a thing. I think it's just more amplified since social media is around. Because, I mean, it's yeah. always been it's songs about, you know, fidelity and, like, people sleeping with each other. But now with social media, it's just so widespread that everybody has access to it. Kids, adults, and this is always in our face. I think that's why it's just so rampant. It just seems so rampant now. 
Yeah, I mean, we live in a time, too, where good is bad and, and bad is good. Yes. Like, just everything is so confusing. Even with the Nick Cannon thing, the people that, pe- the, the, the fact that people, excuse me, are even excusing this ratchet relationship. Uh, and people are like, oh, he, he said that he got these women pregnant on purpose. Well, duh, of course. Yeah, yeah. The accident, kids being born within two months of each other. You know, these women went into a pack. To have his child because whatever he's sick, dying, whatever issues he's having. But my thing is, I still find that unacceptable. He can try and post seven kids all at once on the gram. But speaking, none of these women hang together. They don't really know each other outside of this whole situation shit. All of these kids are living in different households. And I don't care if you get these kids once a month and you fly them in. It is not the same as being in a household with your child and changing diapers, waking up in the middle of the night for feedings. And people can say, well, he's rich enough. They can hire a nanny. But why is there always an excuse when you're just pointing out the facts? We know he can hire a nanny. We know they'll have butlers and extra help. But that doesn't negate the point that this is just ratchet. Exactly. Because like like you're saying, sex isn't a relationship. So in a polygamous relationship, who is going to be the person to be that parent or that person there if a kid comes about? So, like you right. saying, if if nobody is there, you're just building more broken relationships. And yeah, I and like, broken homes. Like the, I forgot her name. She was speaking about that. Like um, that needs to be talked about. The bad and the good poly- polygamous relationships. Like who is the partners? How is that going to be running? Like in a real household. So. Right. Yeah. No, that's the truth. And you know, again, if everybody can clown and be a young boy, future Fetty Wap. They've done the same thing Nick has done, but for some reason, because Nick is a mush mouth, you know, fake woke, <laughs> you know, it, it's seen as okay. And to me, he's in the same category as those other men. You're creating broken homes one at a time, the same way y'all drug these black women, you know, that Fetty Wap was having kids with and, and Future was having kids with, and they were all hood rats and they're just looking for a check. It's funny that all these racially ambiguous women that Nick is having kids with, nobody's coming at them the same way that they disrespected the black women. Because let's keep it real, all these women are chasing a check. I don't care if it's Betty Wife's baby's mothers or Nick Cannon's. They're all chasing financial security via their womb. Period. Yeah. And on that note, I really appreciate you calling in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. You got 61 gems, honey. Yeah, I know. Make you, them. Make you I come back. Yeah, back. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. You have a good night, Vincent. Thank you yeah, for calling in. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Yes, he made some awesome points. I always love to hear from, like, you know, just young men who have a good head on their shoulders. You know, because so many guys are perpetuating this whole pimp and I got to be with multiple women and have a bunch of babies. And that's not what it is to be a real man. And again, like I said, keep the same energy that you want for people. You know, if you want people to treat your daughter, your sister, your mother a certain way, make sure you keep that same energy towards the women that are in your own life. Because I don't respect men who treat women like trash, but then all of a sudden their child, their female child is like a golden goddess. Absolutely not. Miss me with the nonsense. So let's go ahead. Um, I'm going to take two more calls. We're going to close out at 10 o'clock. So let me bring on V, V1 Glowing Spirit. You're coming on the stage. Hi, let me get my earpiece in. Hold on. Okay. Yay. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good, doing good. Um, so I basically want to talk about... <sighs> monogamy this the topic but how society and 
just like social media glamorizes it because I would say like a few years ago, like I was totally against like an open relationship or anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I see it so much now it's become like a regular topic that me and my boyfriend discuss. Like, are we going to do this or are we not? Like I, I take advice from other people. I hear their stories. Um, there's this really crazy show on Netflix right now called, um, sex life. And we binge watched that last weekend together. And we talked so much about that whole series for like two days straight after it, because it was just so much to unpack in the series. And I could identify with the reason. I don't know if anybody has watched. I don't really want to give it away, but um, I could identify with her reason for like running back to her ex. Like she she loved her husband and her family and everything, but she just kept going back to her ex because he was giving her um, something that he wasn't. And it, I think it was about the sex, but she was saying like, it's like you, there's never a, a relationship where you're going to get everything you need. Like it's always going to be like 15% and it just depends on in your relationship. What's going to be that 15% and it, are you going to settle for the 85 or are you going to have your 85 and go get your 15% like that type of um, ordeal. So I feel like, like shows like that and then like social media and all that, it kind of influences people. Cause again, like I said, years ago, I was like, oh hell no, I ain't never doing that. Like, nah, 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 nah. and, um, now like it's something that I would say I am open to, like I haven't done anything, but like I'm open to it. We're, we're discussing it. And, um, I feel like the reason why we're discussing it is because just the stuff that we've seen or the conversations that we've heard and we have just become more open to the idea of it. So how long have y'all been together? Four years. So y'all been there together four years. So do you think it's just the fact that y'all have been together so long and you guys want to just, you know, experience other people? Like, is it getting boring? Because it has to be more to it than just social media. I feel like it's something that you guys both are thinking about doing because there's other things in the relationship. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, but I get Mm -hmm. what you're saying. But like, that's what's so crazy because like our relationship is really good. Like it's really, really good. That's why I'm like, I don't even know if that falls into us just like messing around with other people, like having an open relationship or doing something together because we've talked about doing stuff together. And for instance, um, He somebody had brought this up earlier where they were talking about like nine times out of ten it's two women and then the girl. But I told him I was like, Well, I might wanna have another guy in the bed. He's like, Oh hell no, that's a train. And I'm like, How is that a train? And he's like, It's a double standard. Like, you know, if you if there's gonna be a threesome, you can't it's not gonna ever be me you and another dude because that's running the train and I, that's all respect out the window from that point i'm like what well then that doesn't make any sense that he's not being open to what you both are looking for I and know. i mean not just him that's most guys so i'm not not i know that's, that's <laughs> the average guy they always cry when you talk about bringing another man in look how they drug us sweetie when she just hinted at that you know right. and cracked a joke 
But, you know, a lot of people are saying that it sounds like y'all might be bored in y'all's relationship and y'all no. want some type of spice. Now, it's I'm going to keep it real with that. you. I'm going to keep it real with you. Before you and him go jumping into a polyamory relationship and dragging somebody in, you know, because that's something totally different. That is somebody living with you. That is you guys creating a, a little family community in your home. Why don't you guys just do swinging or maybe just, you know, go to Vegas one weekend and just, you know, have a threesome and then see how that works. You get what I'm saying? Like dip your toe first before trying to bring somebody full time into your relationship. Because a lot of times when you bring a third will into the relationship, you have to be prepared for if your husband or excuse me, boyfriend ends up liking this woman more than you. Are you ready for the fact that he may leave with her? Right. And, and like I said, we've we've had conversations with other people that have done this. And I've heard you talk about this topic for years. Like you were talking mm-hmm. about your co-workers and your old office about back in the Carolinas. Like I've heard you kind of talk <laughs> about this subject. Yeah. <laughs> the like, whole office was fucking everybody. <laughs> right. I'm, I have definitely thought about it. That's why I'm like, I, I, I don't. Like, I don't see a reason for us to do it, but for some reason, it's just a topic that we both like kind of fascinated with. Um, and that's why I said it seemed like the door is like kind of open, but again, I don't, I'm not trying to ruin anything that we have. We have a beautiful relationship. I know y'all are going crazy in the comments. Oh, yeah, they're going to say, everybody got a big hoodie. Right. That that we sound bored. Right. It's not that. It's not that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's crazy because again, like years ago, I would have never even like been open to it, but I just feel like maybe it's that just the influence is really right. That's right. That's what you're saying. Right. Because everything is good. Like we have a great relationship. We have great sex. Like everything is mm-hmm. perfect. But for some reason, like we just keep been this conversation. Yes. This conversation mm-hmm. is just juicy on our mind. Like, all girl, the time. that's the devil. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> You let the old church folks say, "Yeah, hey, you're talking about the devil." <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with y'all talking about it because that's what it is to be in a relationship, right? I mean, I've been in relationships with people. We've talked about things like that. You know, what I'm saying I think it's okay to have those discussions and see, you know, the boundaries and how far you guys are willing to go. But I would say, honestly, just just from the outside looking in, from what you've told me. If your relationship is perfect as it is right now and you guys are happy, the sex is good, you know, there's no real issues, I wouldn't bring a third person into that because it's going to throw off the energy. And it might be something where even if it's just, say, like I said, going to Vegas, having a quickie, you know, threesome, right? Even something like that can leave an impression on you where you're always going to be thinking when he's with me, is he still thinking about that girl in Vegas that we bust down? True. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's human nature, right? You know, I'm not human... trying to go on a hobo tour. Yeah, you know, as, yeah, as humans, you know, we, we, we think things in the back of our mind. Like, you know, okay, damn, he's, he's moaning like that. Let's see if I can, now that she's not here, will I get that same moan? And then when it's right. happened, it's like, well, what, 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 you didn't moan like that in Vegas. Like, what the hell's up? You know, so you don't want to bring certain things into your relationship if you don't have to. Now, there's nothing wrong with talking about it. There's nothing wrong with, you know, role playing and, you know, having freaky fantasies while y'all are having sex. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But, you know, just understand that if you bring in another person, it can change the whole dynamic of that relationship. And especially for a man. He's already saying that 
he would never allow you to bring another man into the bedroom, which is, you know, like I said, 90% of men. So he's not the anomaly. But it just lets you know that even that right there, you know, could lead to some jealousy. So what if it's a situation for him where y'all bring another girl, but now maybe you like the girl more than your husband? Or maybe this girl has now triggered you like, well, damn, now I'm all the way by and I'd rather just be with this woman. Because I've seen them situations, too, where the woman was straight and this is her man. Now the sudden she's fully gay, you know, after one experience, you know, so (laughs) you just never know what you're opening yourself up to. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. I just I just feel like now it's just something juicy for us to talk about. I don't Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, what all is going to happen, but. But now it's just like a, a like a fantasy thing that fantasy. yeah. yeah. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I don't think having a fantasy or talking about stuff like that means that either one of y'all will go out and cheat or there'll be all this undue pressure to to do it. You know, but I would just say, you know, just always think twice. You know, about something like that because when you're when you are exchanging soul ties with somebody, it's it's something serious. You know, even if you don't see that person again that person has left the impression on your spirit, period, you know, no matter who it is. So that's the thing that you just want to really think about um, thoroughly before, you know, bringing somebody. Now, if the relationship, now let's just say you called and was like, oh my God, the relationship sucks and we're going through it. Some women think that having a threesome or bringing other people will save their relationship. And that doesn't do it either. You know, it ain't like that. Yeah. Yeah, Mm-mm. so if your relationship is going good, I would just enjoy the good relationship, honey, and, you know, get some good dick and call today. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me, and y'all need to stop dragging me in the comments. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to be open and honest. Yeah, she's just, you know, expressing herself, y'all. Now, they're, they're, they're showing you love, though. I'm glad you caught in, because I'm sure you're not the only person, you know, with this type of dilemma or situation. Trust me. they there A few of them are probably in the chat right now, you know, having the same discussions with their boyfriends. <laughs> so don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Well, y'all have a good night, and I'll see y'all in the Discord. <laughs> All right. See you later, sis. All right. Bye. bye. All right, you guys. We've been on here for two hours. This was an awesome show. Like, I really had a good time. It's not 10 o'clock. Um, so I just really enjoy everybody who called in, people from Discord, people not from the Discord. This was just awesome. And I just really appreciate the, the energy, um, the openness. It was just, it was good dialogue all the way around. We'll definitely do more of these shows. You know what I'm saying? We'll definitely have more of these wild topics. Um, I'm glad if this was your first time in the green room, Ashley, welcome. Um, We had close to 400 people here today, so thank you to everybody who came out. And I will talk to you guys later. You guys enjoy the rest of your evening. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.